This is All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, now we bring you a discussion on India taking lead in seeking three years IPR waiver for COVID-related medical products at WTO. The participants are Ashok Sajjanhar, former diplomat, and Manas Pratimbhuya, journalist. As coronavirus pandemic continued to ravage countries across the world, there has been a renewed focus to ramp up manufacturing of COVID-19 vaccines. India has also been at the forefront calling for united global efforts for enhancing availability of the vaccines globally. In that context, India has taken a lead role in seeking three years of intellectual property rights waiver for COVID-19 related materials and products, mainly vaccines. So we have with us diplomat Chajin Har. So how do you see this proposal by India along with South Africa to seek waiver on COVID-19 vaccines? It's a very good move. Secondly, it is not related only to vaccines. It is the whole spectrum of treatment, prevention, containment of COVID-19. To go back in terms of its genesis, it started in October last year, October 2020. And that was the time when a joint proposal was given by India and South Africa to the World Trade Organization and particularly to the TRIPS Council, the trade-related aspects of intellectual property rights. They have a council where they discuss and determine the provisions of uh, the TRIPS agreement. So there the proposal was uh, given. There were some discussions that were held, but at that time it was thought that it was too broad and uh, not very clear. But India and South Africa have been taking it forward. And uh, this proposal, I think, got a shot in the arm when on the 5th of this month, President Joe Biden of the United States, he also weighed in in terms of supporting this uh, proposal. And on Friday, that is two days ago, this uh, proposal has again been formally submitted at the WTO in which, as I mentioned, it's not only related to vaccines, it is also diagnostics, it also includes drugs, it includes therapeutics, it includes uh, personal protection kits, it includes masks and all the other elements uh, that are required for uh, dealing with the COVID-19. Earlier when the proposal had been given in October 2020, then these two countries, India and South Africa, had uh, put in that this waiver was being sought from the WTO TRIPS Council for X number of years. Now they have made it more specific. They've said it should be for three years. And after every year, the TRIPS Council could go into have a look at what is the seriousness of the COVID-19 pandemic. And if it is required, it can be extended. If it is not required, then the methodology of withdrawing that waiver could also be considered. So I think great clarity has been provided. Now, India and South Africa have said that they have the support of about 120 countries. But the co-sponsor of this proposal are about uh, 62 other countries, several of them uh, significant countries in their own right and also important groups. For instance, the Africa group supported it, the LDC, the least developing country group, they have supported it. Indonesia is there, Zimbabwe is there, Egypt, Pakistan and several other countries. Of course, this doesn't include the name of the United States, but uh, United States has also been speaking to countries like Japan, like Switzerland. These countries should also extend support. 
and the European Union has said that they are willing to discuss the proposal. What is your expectation about the proposal getting through at the WTO and what is the likely timeline that you are looking at for WTO to take a concrete decision on the issue? You know, that's a very difficult question to give an accurate answer to because I have uh, worked at the WTO for more than five years and then I have been engaged with the working of the WTO for a long period of time. So many of these things, you know, as you would say that dotting the I's and crossing the T's, all these things can take a long time. But I think the advantage that this proposal has is the proponents of the proposal have is that the United States is standing with them. And in the United States, I think that has really changed the whole scenario of this uh, proposal. We have been able to get so many countries to come on board. That is uh, principally because uh, the United States has uh, given its okay and given its support to this. And uh, this could be fast-tracked. This could be taken forward very quickly. But I see one particular issue also as far as the United States is concerned because the U.S. has said that they are willing to provide a waiver only for vaccines, not for medicines, not for uh, therapeutics, not for diagnostics, not for, you know, the PPE kits and the masks and other things. So that is one uh, difference, that is one divergence that is there between India, South Africa and the United States. And the other aspect is in terms of the duration of the waiver. I think what the uh, United States had mentioned is that the waiver could be for 16 to 18 months while we are asking for a 36-month waiver. But I'm sure we have put in all these elements. Whenever a proposal is put up at the WTO, there is always a matter of give and take. You know, it's not that uh, a submission is accepted in uh, total, in full. There is negotiation. So I'm sure there are several elements in this uh, which uh, we will negotiate. And uh, the urgency at this moment is that we should be able to get uh, it done uh, very quickly. Because what India has said is it is not only the waiver of this uh, vaccines and other things of the intellectual property rights, but it also has to do with uh, the technology transfer. And there should also be know-how sharing because just uh, waiving the right to the intellectual property is not good enough. If the company have to manufacture, then technology will have to be transferred, know-how will have to be transferred, manufacturing capacities will have to be built up, and uh, production will have to start. So in that sense, we need decent enough for a time frame in which all these aspects can be looked at. This is Sajin Harate, virtual meeting with top European Union leaders on May 8. Prime Minister Narendra Modi himself called for European Union support to the proposal to waive patents on COVID-19 related products, particularly vaccines. So in that context, in fact, following the summit, the European leaders, they said that in fact, licensing, price of licensing and investment for capacity building are also very, very important issues to boost production apart from the waiver of the patent on vaccines. So how do you see these issues? I think these are very, very important, very significant, very relevant elements. And this is exactly what I had said, that it is not only the intellectual property right waiver. It's not only the IPR waiver. There has to be technology transfer. There has to be funding. There has to be investment. There has to be manufacturing capacity that has to be developed because all that will take both time as well as money. So I think all sides will really have to work together. 
And in that context, the European Union is very right that uh, some sort of a licensing framework will have to be evolved. But I think that's a matter of detail. We have to take it step by step. You would recall, you know, very just uh, last week, the USTR, uh, Catherine Tai, the US Trade Representative, she had conversation both with the South African minister as well as with the Indian minister, Mr. Piyush Goel. And they also had discussions about this in terms of how to navigate this proposal through the WTO. So I think all these countries will have to work together. All of them will have to come on the same page. As you said very correctly at the beginning of the program, that uh, the WTO and all its agencies like the WTO Trips Council, all of them work on the basis of consensus. So each and every one would have to be brought on board. And at the moment, I see that uh, the most resistance or reluctance coming in from the side of the European Union. You would have seen that two days ago, we had the G20 Health Summit that was organized by the Prime Minister of Italy and uh, the EU Commission uh, President Ursula von der Leyen. And there also in the Rome Declaration, it has been mentioned that uh, there should be voluntary licensing, there should be voluntary technology transfer, and uh, that uh, additional vaccine manufacture should be undertaken in consonance with the existing rules of the trade-related intellectual property rights agreement. So till the day before yesterday, we have not really seen any movement on the ground as far as the G20 and the European Union is concerned. But I understand that uh, this uh, proposal that has been tabled two days ago, that is on Friday, that is going to come up for discussion on the 30th. And then we should be able to get some clearer idea as to what is the time frame in which uh, we could expect uh, an approval and uh, concurrence to this waiver. India is looking at procuring more number of vaccines to address the domestic scenario in India. So how do you see the issue of U.S. invoking the Defense Production Act in early February? So there is a view in India that the Defense Production Act of the U.S has put some roadblock in supply of raw materials by American companies to other countries, including India. And our external affairs ministry is starting a visit to U.S. tomorrow. So how do you see this issue actually? Do you think it is impacting supply of raw materials for production of vaccines to India from U.S.? That's a parallel issue because uh, this is uh, the issue of uh, reliability and transparency and resilience of uh, supply chains. And here, the Serum Institute of India, they have been uh, wanting these raw materials and inputs uh, from the United States. And we saw that on the 5th of February, President Joe Biden, he invoked the Defense Production Act. Around the end of last month, when the matter was taken up, of course, the matter is being taken up uh, with the United States at different levels for the last several months. But uh, I think when the gravity of the situation in India became clear to the United States, then uh, they have agreed to reconsider and to waive the provisions of that and to make the supply chain issue, remove that so that all the material that is required by India, that are uh, made available. You know, when India has asked for this waiver, it is not to manufacture vaccines only for its own use. It is for the use of the whole world. You know, this is the point that the Prime Minister has always made that India's capacities will be used for uh, not only Indian people, but for the whole world. Of course, India's requirements come first, and that is what we will take care of. But uh, it is also very telling 
the total number of vaccines that have been administered in the world they are about 1.6 billion you know about 200 million by india 300 million by us 400 million by china and so on and so forth but the low income countries it is only about 0.3% that those countries have uh, got the vaccination we have to go by the dictum that no one is safe till everyone is safe you know you can't create uh, walls around your countries however uh, developed and prosperous and rich the countries might be you cannot uh, create walls so that people from outside will uh, not come so if uh, there is uh, this uh, pandemic raging in uh, countries of asia in countries of africa or in south america then the whole world is still at risk so we have to make sure that about uh, 70% of uh, the world population they will have to be vaccinated so the point i'm making is that going forward the world will need huge quantities of these vaccines and it is for those purposes that india has uh, put forward this proposal because otherwise the low income countries will not be able to get these uh, vaccines and uh, the whole world will continue to stay at risk how do you see india's leadership role in pushing for this proposal at the wto to waive patents on covid-19 vaccines and other related products so how do you see our efforts overall at the global stage i think it is very commendable you know we have uh, been taking a leadership role wherever we possibly can and right from the beginning you know by the first uh, proposal that was given by india to the wto was in october last year by then we even did not know you know what will be the vaccines what will be the production what will be the pricing but we have been trying to walk ahead of the curve we have been trying to foresee what the issues will be we have been trying to foresee what uh, the obstacles are going to be and right at the beginning we had determined that it is going to be the iprs of uh, these vaccines as and when they come as and when uh, they are brought into the market for use and that is why we took this issue right at the beginning i am happy that it is the determined effort of uh, the indian leadership and of the indian negotiators both at wto as also at bilateral level that we are getting starting to see positive movement as far as this issue is concerned thank you diplomat sajil hart for your deep insights <clears throat> into a very very complex issue thank you so very much thank you manas you were listening to a discussion on india taking lead in seeking 3 years ipr waiver for covid related medical products at wto the participants were ashok sajjanhar former diplomat and manas pratim bhuya journalist this program was produced and presented by the news services division of all india radio you can listen to it on our mobile app news on air this program is also available on our website newsonair.com you may email your opinion about this program at air nsd talks at gmail.com